Catherine Murphy there with the latest in sport. Back in about an hour. Now, there'll be a lot of attention later this morning uh, when we get an update on inflation, which, of course, continues to cause financial pain for many households. And for more on what we might see, we're joined now by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, good morning to you. So, uh, yeah, what can we... We've heard predictions on the sport from Catherine Murphy. Now, let's get your inflation predictions. What can we expect? <laughs> yeah, Tom, it's a bit hard to get to follow up from Catherine Murphy on those uh, type of statistics, but <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best on inflation. And what we'll be seeing later on this morning is a monthly update on consumer inflation from the Bureau of Statistics. Now, this is a monthly measure, and it was introduced midway through last year when there was general agreement that the traditional quarterly CPI reading just wasn't enough given the appetite from economists and consumers who want to know more. Though it has to be said, the quarterly reading, which is currently sitting at 4.1%, is seen as a much more reliable measure because it does look at a bigger basket of goods than the monthly reading. That said, economists uh, think the consumer price index probably fell ever so slightly by 0.2% in January, mainly due to lower travel costs and fuel costs. But the closely watched annual headline rate that we tend to report a lot about is likely to have ticked just a little bit higher to 3.5%, up from 3.4%. And this is because of some of the the volatile factors in the reading. But no doubt uh, these inflation numbers are more closely watched than we ever really had uh, have had given those uh, 13 rate rises we had since May 2022. Yeah, no question. So look, you know, if we do get evidence that inflation's slowing or or at least stabilising, does that give the Reserve Bank any trigger then to start cutting interest rates? Well, Tom, uh, I was thinking about this. It's probably more like a trigger to start talking about the possibility of considering rate cuts. Okay, it's very measured. (laughs) And and I say that because the RBA board is going to be very, very cautious about not sending any messages that the inflation battle is over, um, given that inflation is still well above the Reserve Bank's 2 to 3% target. But just a couple of weeks ago, the Reserve Bank Governor, Michelle Bullock, said inflation wouldn't necessarily need to be back into the target for the RBA to start cutting. So I don't know whether that's a mixed message or not. The AMP's um, chief economist, Shane Oliver, doesn't think even uh, signs of inflation stabilising and even slowing will be enough for the RBA to signal rate cuts at next month's board meeting on March the 19th. At this stage, Tom, money markets see a 93% probability of the cash rate staying on hold at 4.35%. A lot of anticipation, though, about potential rate cuts, Peter. Obviously, given households, needless to say, and I don't think it's controversial to say they're holding out for some relief here. Yes, and uh, we heard uh, some confirmation of this yesterday, if needed, from the supermarket giant Coles. Um, Coles uh, Chief Executive Leah Weckert said uh, two-thirds of Coles customers are worried about covering their household bills, just making ends meet, reaching reaching our levels of financial stress higher than 18 months ago with the mortgage and rental costs at the top of worries for stretched households, um, that some customers are so heavily focused on saving money on their grocery bills that they're prepared to travel between stores and around neighbourhoods to get a discount on food and grocery items, which really underscores the pressure that households are under. 
I mean, Coles made a pretty big profit, though, didn't they? Surely they'd be going down like a lead balloon. Yeah, well, uh, Coles' uh, sales revenue was up 6.8% to $22 billion in the six months to December. But the uh, profit at Coles actually fell by 3.6% to $594 million compared to the same period. Now, that sounds like a lot of money, but the Coles chief executive, Leah Weckert, has defended this profit, saying competition is tough. Uh, The supermarket chain does actually need to uh, make a profit. It employs 120,000 workers, pays a lot of corporate tax, which goes into the the economy, has to keep 440,000 shareholders happy, not just big players, but regular uh, retail shareholders, um, 80% of whom own less than 2,000 shares. So uh, Leah Weckert uh, might get some further questions to provide uh, greater context on this when she faces a Senate inquiry into the cost of living on Friday. Yeah, highly anticipated that one. Peter, thank you very much. That's our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, 